الحمد لله نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي We were talking about Abdullah bin Salam radiyallahu anhu accepting Islam when he accepted Islam which was when Rasulullah had just migrated to Medina Munawwara. And the last thing that I mentioned before we ended the session was he asked Rasulullah for a favor, some help. Before we get into that, I came across another narration that's related to our main subject that we were talking about yesterday about his accepting Islam. And there's a rawaya that mentions that he accepted Islam even before the migration. The problem with this narration though is that it's a munqati'a rawaya. Munqati'a rawaya means that, that in the transmission there is a person or two people missing. So it's not a strong narration. But it's been narrated by Alam ibn Kathir in his tafsir book. Ibn Abi Hatim has narrated in his tafsir. It's in Mujim al-Kabir by Imam Tabrani. Uh, it's narrated in Dalail al-Nubuwa by Abu Naim al-Asbahani. So I'm just going to go over it very, very briefly. And uh, briefly means I'm not going to cover the whole narration. The summary of this narration is that Abdullah bin Salam came to the Ahbar of Yehud, to the other Yehudi rabbis. And he says, Inni aratu an abina Ibrahim I want to go to Makkah and I want to renew my connection with the Masjid of Ibrahim والسلام, who was our father and our uncle Ismail the reason it's hard for me to accept this narration, uh, aside from the fact that it's a monqatiya narration, is the fact that he's talking to the Ahbar of Yehud and telling them I'm going there. And at that time Rasulullah had already started calling people toward Islam. He had already received the prophethood. So there was a chance the Ahbar of Yehud who had all the knowledge that they had would know why exactly he's going. It's not a coincidence that he happens to be going at the exact same time when Rasulullah has received his prophethood. And he's suddenly going to renew his connection with the masjid of Ibrahim and Ismail He could have done that years before. Why now? And this doesn't sit with the other narrations that mention, and we talked about this yesterday, where he was very, very, very careful and about making sure that nobody knows about Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and what feelings he held about Rasulullah sallallahu that he felt that he was a nabi of Allah and he was and that's why he was the first there when Rasulullah sallallahu entered Medina Munawwara and he looked at him carefully to check to see if he's if this is a face billah of a kadhab or it's the face of a true nabi of Allah 
So there's many, many narrations that mention that he was, uh, he was very hesitant and he completely was tight-lipped about telling anybody, including, including his own immediate family members. We talked about his aunt, Khalida bin, bin Tulharisa, who was sitting at the foot of the tree when he jumped down and he said, Allahu Akbar, right? She didn't even know about it until he told her when she asked, why are you saying takbir? Why are you so excited? What's wrong? She didn't know about it. But she also accepted Islam. When he went back after he saw Rasulullah he asked the three questions and he was satisfied. Then he came back to Rasulullah back to his family and he came to his aunt and then he talked to her. She accepted Islam and his immediate family accepted Islam. There's a group of other people who accepted Islam as well. So that's why it's hard for me to accept this Munqatir narration. But it's there. Who are some of the other people who accepted Islam with him? Ibn Abbas narrate that there is a person, his name was Asad bin Ka'b and his brother Usaid bin Ka'b. Both of them were from Banu Qainqa as well. They both accepted Islam. Another person was Tha'laba bin Qais. His name comes up a couple of times. He also accepted Islam um, through Abdullah bin Salam uh, and also his aunt's son. Remember the aunt that was sitting by the foot of the tree? Her son, his name was Salam. His name was Salam. I told you there's Salam. is very common amongst the Yehud. He also accepted Islam. And he also had another nephew. His name was Salama. And he was his brother's son. He also accepted Islam. His name was Salama. Bin, his brother's name is not given. And there was another person. His name was Yamin bin Yamin. Yamin is... English of Yamin is Benjamin. And Benjamin was bin Yamin, the younger brother of Yusuf alayhi salatu salam. So it was like a sacred name, just like Muhammad is for us, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Bin Yamin was a sacred name for them because he was a younger brother of Yusuf alayhi salatu salam. Biological brother. Right. So there's a rawaya in the tafsir books that these, this group of people who accepted Islam through Abdullah bin Salam from the Yahud came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and said, Ya Rasulullah, bika wa bi Musa. We believe in you. We believe in Musa salam. We believe in the Torah. We believe in Uzair. Uzair alayhi salatu salam was also one of the Anbiya alayhi salatu salam who was exalted and to a certain extent even worshipped by the Yehud because the Quran says the Yehud say that Uzair is the son of Allah not all the Yehud said this there was a group of Yehud that said this and we're going to talk about at the end uh, right before we end um, our talk about Abdullah bin Salam we're going to go through some of his narrations in regards to his ilm of the Torah, and he talks about people, uh, Ibn Abbas and other Sahaba came to him to ask him that who are these Yehud 
who used to say that Uzair is the son of Allah. So he explained to them because he knew it. So he explained to them why the Yehud said this and who amongst the Yehud said this. But we're going to talk about that much later. We don't want to get off the topic. I'll throw us off track here. So they said, Ya Rasulullah, nu'minu bika wa bi Musa wa Tawrat was Uzair. Uzair in English is Ezra. But we don't believe in any of the books before and any of the Anbiya before. That's it. So they don't believe in the Injil. They don't believe in any of the other books or that were revealed upon any one of the other prophets. They don't even believe in the other prophets. So this idea, right, this belief that we hold, that we don't believe in Rasulullah alone. We believe in all the Anbiya that came. We don't know how many there were. There's one weak riwayah that there's 124,000 in Mishkat. But even if there's more than that, we accept. If there's less than that, we accept. It doesn't matter. The numbers don't matter. The point is we accept all of them because to reject one of them is to reject Rasulullah Right? To reject any one of the books is to reject quran Kareem. It's the hukum of Allah and His Rasul and the quran Kareem that when we accept Rasulullah we immediately accept the whole family of Anbiya and all the books that were revealed and all the malaika and everything related to the unseen that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has talked about in quran Kareem, the malaika, the jinnat, whatever else. Akhirah. But these people are saying, we believe in you, we believe in Musa salam, we believe in Torah, we believe in Uzair. And Uzair, by the way, alayhi salam, came after uh, Musa salam. Uh, he came after Musa salam, between Musa salam and Isa salam. So he also had knowledge of the Torah. That's why he didn't have a separate book, because he was in a way like a follower of Musa salam, that he didn't come with his own sharia. So, we believe in Uzair al-Islam, but we don't believe in any of the books, we don't believe in any of the other Anbiya. So Rasulullah said, Bal aminu billah. You have to believe in Allah, you have to believe in His Rasul Muhammad, you have to believe in His book quran Kareem, and you have to believe in Bikulli kitabin wa rasulin kana qabli, every book and every Nabi that came before me. Without exceptions, no exceptions to this rule. So you know what they said? Said La Nafal. We can't do that. See, they had proof that Rasulullah was a prophet of Allah. But where is the proof for all of the previous Anbiya? Right? They had proof that Rasulullah was a prophet of Allah. They had proof that Torah was a book of Allah. They had proof about Udayr. Uzair, they had proof about Musa salam. But where is the proof about the previous Anbiya Since there is no proof, therefore we can't believe. Now somebody may say that no, there's ayahs of Quran Kareem. If they believed in Quran Kareem, they would believe in that. But the thing is, were those ayahs even revealed at that time? The Quran is complete now. It wasn't complete at that time when Rasulullah was still alive. The Qur'an was still being revealed. So, deen was not complete yet. 
So they, maybe those eyes weren't there. So now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals the eyes of Quran al-Kareem and He says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, aminu. O those who believe, aminu billahi wa rasoolihi. والكتاب الذي نزل على رسوله والكتاب الذي أنزل من قبل. Believe in Rasulullah sallallahu believe in his book and believe in the Anbiya alayhi who came before as well. والكتاب الذي نزل على رسوله والكتاب الذي أنزل من قبل. Now, what is the books that were revealed before and what were the, who were the Anbiya alayhi that were that came before? Quran doesn't mention them. Just believe in all the Anbiya that came before and all the books that came before. That's it. You don't have to know the names. You don't have to know the names of the Anbiya. You don't have to know the names of the books. وَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ Then Allah SWT says in this very same ayah in the next part. وَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِاللَّهِ Whoever disbelieves Allah وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ And the angels. Remember we talked yesterday about how the Yehud would say that Jibreel is, is, is the enemy of the Yehud. وَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِاللَّهِ وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ who disbelieves in Allah, who disbelieves Allah, who disbelieves the Malaika, wa kutubihi, and all the books of Allah, wa rusulihi, and all the Anbiya, wal yawmul akhiri, and the day of judgment, faqad dalla dalalam ba'ida, he has strayed from the straight path, far away, he's gone far away, he's gone far away, So when this ayah was revealed, Rasulullah called these people back. Then they said, Ya Rasulullah, Now believe in everything. Which means that they were sincere believers. They just didn't have the proof. When the ayah of Quran Kareem came, they accepted. They accepted. La nufarriqu bayna ahadim minhum. This is the important part. La nufarriqu bayna ahadim minhum. We don't differentiate between them. That we accept this, we reject that. So the Christians accept Musa salam. They accept Isa salam, But they reject Rasulullah Right? If you accept Isa salam, then you have to accept Rasulullah the Yahud, they accept Musa alayhi salam, but they reject Isa alayhi salam, and they reject Rasulullah sallallahu If you accept Musa alayhi salam, you must accept Isa alayhi salam and Rasulullah sallallahu The only believers, true believers, is the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We say, we believe in all of them. We don't reject any of them. We don't reject the books or the Malaika. We're not an enemy of any of the Malaika. Where are we going to go if we become an enemy of Jibreel or enemy of Mikael or enemy of any one of the Malaika? Where are we going to go if we become an enemy of any one of the Anbiya or reject anyone, any one of the Anbiya or any one of their books? That is rejection of Allah and His Rasul Anyhow, Muslimun, And we are complete believers who have submitted to Allah. And they use the word Muslimun which is interesting because in Quran Kareem Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions Ibrahim is the one who named you Muslimin. He's the one who named you Muslimin. And they were from the Aulad of Ibrahim. So they took that same word and said, Wa nahnu lahu Muslimun. 
Now, he asked his three questions, and he accepted Islam. He goes back to his family, and his immediate family converts. But he still hasn't told Banu Qaynu Qara. He hasn't told Banu Qarqa anything. They don't know about him. They still consider him a Habar, or a Hibar. Both ways you can say it. Hibar, Habar, one of their respected rabbis. A man of knowledge, a man of the Torah. So he says, Islam min Yahud. I hid my conversion to Islam from the Yahud. Then I came to Rasulullah. And this is the favor. He's saying, Ya Rasulullah. Look at his look at his definition, how he's defining his people. He says, Inna Yahuda Qawmun Buhtun. Very interesting word he uses. He says the Yehud is a nation, Bohtun. Bohtun comes from the word Bohita, which means to be dumbfounding. You know, somebody says something to you, they say something so crazy, so wild, so out of place that you don't know how to answer them. Like, where did this guy come from? And you know where they learned this from? They learned this from Firaun. This habit of saying such crazy things that have no connection, has no proof. You just say it out of the blue and you just make it up in the spur of the moment. And everybody's like, where did you get that from? Right? So, if you go back to quran Kareem, where it talks about Musa and Firaun, right? And Musa showed some of the signs, the miracles that he had, the sign of his hands, his hand becoming law, bright. And then the staff, when he put it on the ground, it became a snake. So Firaun said, I don't believe any of this stuff. Call all the magicians from around the country. They will come. And then we're going to hold a Yom Zina. Right? A day where everyone will gather and they will watch this whole competition between your magic against their magic. Right? So he's the one who sent his messengers out and called everybody. They all came and the mag magicians came and the magicians said to him, listen, if we win, what are you going to give to us? He said, yeah, if you come, and you win, then you become amongst my close associates. I'm going to give you a high status. Right? And then what happened was, after it's all over, all the magicians went down into sajda, and they said, we believe in Allah, we believe in the Rabb of Musa and Harun Salam. So what does Firaun say? He's the one who's called, he's the one who set up this whole event. Now he's saying, You believe before I allowed you? You have to take permission from me first. He, Musa, is the one who taught you everything. Where did he get that from? 
He just came out with a conspiracy theory. Has no proof. He's the one who taught you everything. He's the one who taught you magic. This was all pre-planned. Pre-planned by who? You! But he's putting all on them and Musa salam now. How are you going to respond to that? Somebody says something like that to you. They planned the whole thing and then when it didn't work out their way, they say, it's all because of you. So you're dumbfounded. You don't know what to say. This is exactly what the Yahud used to do. So listen to the story. He says, Inni uhibbu an fi I want to I want them to know I'm a Muslim, but at your place. And I want to use it as an occasion to show you what type of people these are. He had no hope that they're going to accept Islam. Right from the beginning. Rasulullah always had hope in everybody. He never lost hope in everybody. But he's like, forget it. This is a damned nation. Maybe that's what he was thinking. He said, listen, Ya Rasulullah, Take me to your home and call them. Call them and hide me somewhere in the house. Then ask them about me. What do they think of me? And when they tell you, then I will come out and announce my Islam to them. So Rasulullah thought, what a good occasion. Right? I want to show you what they're like that before I accept they know about my accepting Islam they need to know what they think about me I want them to know what they think about me before my accepting Islam and after I accept Islam that whatever they say about me will become a hujjat against them a proof against them if they say good things about me and suddenly I come out of the curtain and say, I've accepted Islam, they say, you're the worst person in the world. And we say, wait a second, you just said a few minutes ago. Right? So your own words become proof against you. Hujjat. فَإِنَّهُمْ إِنْ bi. If they know from before, bahatuni, They'll say stupid things. They'll shut my mouth. وَعَابُونِ And they'll criticize me. So, let's work it out this way. Rasulullah said, okay. So Rasulullah called them for a da'wat, okay, to his house, one of the houses, they came and they spoke for a little while and during the conversation, Rasulullah said, Ayyu rajulin al-Husayn ibn Salam fikum. Remember his name is still Husayn ibn Salam. They don't know him as Abdullah, they know him as Husayn. What do you think of Husayn bin Salam? They said, Sayyiduna, huh? wa ibn Sayyiduna, wa habruna, wa alimuna. Look at all this praise. Sayyid, our leader, and the child of a leader. He was a leader. His father was a great leader. He was a Sayyid, one of our elders, one of our respected ones. Wa habruna, our rabbi, wa alimuna, our scholar, our holy man. So when they had said whatever they had to say, he said, I came out. In the house, he was hiding somewhere, he came out. He said, Ya ma'ashir al-Yahud. Oh Yahud. 
And this is all the chiefs and the big guys of the Yud. Ittaqullah. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Waqbalu ma ja'akum bihi. And accept whatever he has brought to you. For wallah, innakum la ta'alamuna innahu rasulullah. I swear by Allah, you know that he is a Rasul of Allah. Tajidunahu maktuban indakum fit Torah. You have found him in your books. His name and his, his characteristics mentioned in your books. فَإِنِّي أَشْهَدُ أَنَّهُ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ وَأُؤْمِنُ بِهِ وَأُصَدِّقُهُ وَأَعْرِفُهُ I bear witness that he's a Rasul of Allah. I believe in him. I testify to him. I recognize him. So they say, كَذَبْتَ You're a liar. They say you're a liar. They say you're a liar. And then what do they say? You are the worst amongst us. And you, your father was the worst amongst us. And you were not a rabbi amongst us. You were not an alim amongst us. Wait a second. Just a little while ago you said something else. How are you supposed to respond to that? So this is why he called them Qawman Buhtan. They'll just leave you dumbfounded. They'll completely switch themselves around. How are you supposed to talk to a person who just five minutes ago said one thing and now five minutes later you're saying the complete opposite? How are you supposed to talk to a person like that? He's psychopath. Can't talk to people like that. So this is the story of how he tried to bring the Yehud to Islam and they didn't accept. And then he turned around to Rasulullah and said, Alam ukhbirka ya Rasulullah. Ya Rasulullah, didn't I tell you? Annahum qawmun buhtun. This is a nation that will just leave you huh? with your mouth dry. You don't know what to say. Ahlu ghadrin wa kathibin wa fujurin. These are people of deceit. They are people of falsehood and people of transgression. Fujur. He said then after that, فَأَظْهَرْتُ إِسْلَامِي وَإِسْلَامُ أَهْلِ بَيْتِي Then after that, I um, disclosed the fact that I had accepted Islam. Of course, they already knew. Then he let it know, be known to everyone that he is now Muslim. وَإِسْلَامُ أَهْلِ بَيْتِي And my family members have also accepted Islam. So his immediate family. وَأَسْلَمَتْ عَمَّتِي And my aunt Khalida bint al-Harith also accepted Islam فَحَسُنَ إِسْلَامُهَا And she also remained a Muslim. When they say فَحَسُنَ Islam, when they use that in the biographies, usually at the end that means that they remained Muslim at the, to the very end. So they became a Sahabi or a Sahabiyah. So this is the story of Abdullah bin Salam anhu, who's completely after this been cut off by Banu Qainqa. Because now they consider him a traitor, a betrayer, right? Where at one time he was the biggest rabbi, he had the highest status, most respected, most loved. Now, they don't want to see his face. And 
they're actually working hard to spread propaganda against him amongst the Yahud. Because they fear that other Yahud will come towards Abdullah bin Salam and accept. There's one other man who accepted, who was also from the Ahbar of Yahud. And Abdullah bin Salam is the one who narrates the narration of how he accepted Islam. His name was Zayd bin Sa'ana. He was also from the Ahbar of Yahud, but he was not from Banu Qainqa'a. But Abdullah bin Salam speaks about him very affectionately because they both come from the same background. They're both rabbis, they're both former Yehud, right? So they have that connection, they understand what each other is going through, right? That's why it's hard for us to understand what converts go through. Converts can understand what converts go through. And then if the convert's from a specific background, for example, he's from the Yehud, right? Then he'll understand that convert who's from that same background much better than just the regular converts. From other, who were from other backgrounds, from Christian backgrounds, for example. Right? So, we have now, like, groups amongst the converts who have formed associations based on that common ground that they have. So you have um, Hispanic, Muslims, Hispanic Muslims have formed their own group. Why would they do that? Because of that connection, right? They understand each other's difficulties and struggles that they've been through and what hardships they face and what barriers they come across, right? So, inshallah, we'll continue with this session tomorrow. We're going to talk about the pact that Banu Qainqa broke it, how they broke it, and what caused it to break. Inshallah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen. Wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Jazakumullah khairah.